the point after show. He's going savage. Run for your life. And that was a disgraceful performance in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave him the freaking game. In my opinion, that sucked. Uh, playoffs? What are talking about? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. The Point After Show. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double chance does what the f*** he wants. The Point After Show. Spikes in hell. Spikes in peewee hell. Hey guys, this is Ed from The Point After Show. I'm here with Tom and Cavi, the producer, Caviston. Polly Bag of Walnuts, or should I say Polly Polio, is out sick, sick tonight. He's got a little tussin. I think, it he, I think he might be still upset and maybe discouraged or whatever from the Tyreek Hill bet that he made with me. He still has a, a, a pickle shot and a pie in the face, I, I believe. Oh, and Brussels sprouts. And Brussels, and Brussels sprouts. sprouts. Bag of Walnuts is right now Bag of Bets. And he is due. I'm going to send, like, Gerald Butler out there. You know, he's going to come collecting. Is that a bookie? It's a name? movie. Gerald oh. Butler, right? Isn't he the yeah. actor from like know. 300? He had the movie with Jennifer Aniston. Gerard. 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 What I call him? Gerald. Gerald. <laughs> I think yeah. you're mixing up people. Yeah. Whatever. What? Well, hey. You know what? I, I was close. You were close. Come on. Yeah. I had Butler. I had Butler. Yeah. yeah. Had Butler. Butler, yeah. That's you the probably, biggest thing. You probably have Butler tonight in a game, too, for 300 bucks. <laughs> but, What's uh, 300 bucks if you want to call me? Between two and three. Anyway, we're on a little hiatus, uh, but we're back, and we are going to keep producing weekly shows for you guys, um, but we're expanding to all sports. And yeah, definitely. Let's talk about Cavi's article, the 2.0. That's that's where we set up the meeting. We transition not just to fantasy football, not just to a fantasy football podcast. Although that's what we're doing this week. But in the future, going on, it's going to be all sports all the time. The point after show is bringing it. That's right. And we have a jam-packed episode of uh, football tonight with the Super Bowl. Uh, Briefly talking about the Pro Bowl, not much happening there, but uh, besides Ezekiel Elliott's tackle on the field of a fan that ran out there douchebaggily, um, not much really going on uh, from the Pro Bowl on Sunday. But. This is what I want to say about the yeah. Pro Bowl. Real quick, if I could jump in at it. You know, the Pro Bowl this year showed me a little bit, and it made me a little hungry for the game every year now. If they play the Pro Bowl going forward as if they played it this year, I think it's going to be a big thing. Defense played this year. There were games, the last couple uh, Pro Bowls, were over 80 points total. This year you had, what, 33 points total? A lot of defense. It was a defensive battle. Like, you went and watched. There were a lot of Seahawks for the uh, NFC, and they were laying some licks out there. And you know what? That made me interested in the game. Not because I had some money on the AFC. I didn't care about that at all. But I saw defensive players out there laying the wood. Looking at the offensive guys, helping them up for sure. There was a gentleman's thing, you know. They weren't making a ton of money, sixty-one grand, I think, for the winning team. But listen, the defense showed me a thing or two. Maybe it was that Ray Lewis speech. He was in the locker room for the AFC, gave a little pep talk, and defenses came out this year. I got to go the opposite with this. Now, good game, yeah, but I don't know if I like the defense out there laying licks in um, the Pro Bowl. But will you agree with me? It's all about the fans. Oh, it's all about the fans. The fans are the ones that pay those guys. So you know what? Like, 
let's be honest. Yeah, I, I don't care. I'm paying good money to travel to Orlando to see that Pro Bowl, to see my favorite player play. I expect him to play, not just play something less than a flag football game. You could say it doesn't mean anything, but to me as the fan, that means a lot to be there. I don't know, though. What if you're the fan that goes there, then you're uh, a huge Zeke Elliott fan and his leg gets blown out trying to push eight guys into the end zone, and then you don't have him for I don't want to say... That's what like, makes me... I don't want to cheer. I would never cheer for that, but you know what? Well, no, because you're paid $200 Elliott to fan. watch that game. I expect to see them actually play. Otherwise, what is it in it for the fans to come out and pay that money to go see the, the games? And I think that's just... Uh, I mean, it's an occupational hazard. I mean... Scrimmage uh, preseason, not even preseason. I'm talking maybe in uh, training camps. They're scrimmage each other. Maybe not a hundred percent, but they're still playing. Oh, def- Anything can happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? At any point in time. So I don't. I don't think play devil's advocate. Yeah. Oh no, no and I don't. I I am on I your do side agree, a little I do bit. Agree with you. Like yeah, I'm seventy yeah. percent. They should play full go, and I'm thirty percent saying I understand. You don't want them to get injured for right. what actually brings home the bacon, brings home the championships. Right, because the the Pro Bowl really doesn't mean anything. I know baseball brought it in for a little bit to determine who had home field advantage in the right. playoffs, but they got rid of that rather quick. Yeah, well, it, I think it lasted maybe like five or six years, but they got rid of it this past year. Yeah, but, but in the grand scheme of things, five six years of baseball that's nothing. Maybe like three percent. You of know, all baseball. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, like. Five years, a hundred yeah. years baseball, but it's probably older than a hundred years. It's probably, uh, it's probably going on one hundred and thirty years. Yeah. I think 1890s, eighteen eighties. All right, let's let's not get into uh, the baseball all sports history. all yeah. the time. Boom, all sports, all sports all the time. And uh, that brings us to me uh, brings brings that to my next point. We're putting out daily articles, new articles every day on thepointaftershow.com. From us, uh, the three of us, plus Polly Bag of Walnuts, who's homesick again. And we have guest uh, writers that are uh, submitting articles every week. Taylor's sending stuff in for NASCAR and golf. He's, he's our man there. He, if you look at his uh, DraftKings account picture with that... I got, the, I, got, oh, I, I, got I got the backstory on that. And Taylor, I want to say, this man has balls and he went out on the edge. He was a pitcher in college. And this kid went and shaved it in, wore his hood on the bus ride to the field and everything like that. And his coach didn't even know he was coming out with that Aaron Rodgers-esque kind of shave. And he came out, pitched the game. So, yeah, good for you. Thanks for writing for us. We appreciate it. Gave up 10 runs in the first. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But, no, we're always looking for aspiring writers, too. So hit us up uh, on Twitter at PointAfterShow or ThePointAfterShow.com. If you're looking to get into the sports writing, hit us up. That'd be awesome. But uh, on our plate tonight, we already talked about the um, Pro Bowl a little bit there. Super Bowl. Who do you guys like? Talk about the Bulls tonight. Yeah. You know, the two teams, you got New England Patriots. talking about them. The New England Patriots at 14-2 and and the Atlanta Falcons at 11-5 and making it to the Super Bowl. Obviously, regular season records. They both won their two uh, postseason games. Yeah. But it's going to be a hell of a game. I'll tell you that much. Two f- high-flying offenses, as I said in my article earlier this week, you know, it was the highest opening line for an over-under in Super Bowl history, 57 and a half. And if you go look, I'm not saying we do any of this, but your local bookie is going to have that game right now at 58 and a half. So the spread's even going up. Well, I'm... I- I did a little statistical analysis. Uh, the last three games for both teams, the Patriots, last four games for both teams, Patriots, Falcons, 
Patriots are averaging just under 37 points per game. Falcons, uh, 38 points per game. So I can see why it's this high. Both offensive juggernauts at this point. Yeah, in the, you in look the at yeah for sure. I think even if you look at uh, what'd you say the Falcons were averaging because uh, the last four games since week 16, including the playoffs, 38 points per game. Yeah. That, that's that's a lot. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you don't really see that. And they always say defenses win championships. Sorry, this isn't the year for that. I'll give you that for sure. But you know what? Ironically, what the offenses are doing, it actually might be, again, a championship won by the defense. Who's going to get that stop? And that's, that's, that's whoever wins this game, the defense is going to step up, And I think. You know, let, how did those teams get there? Let's look at that quick. You know, Atlanta... They're averaging 430 yards per game in offense yeah. through the air, on the ground, and they're on a six-game winning streak. <clears throat> so that's that's pretty huge. Counting playoffs, six-game win streak. And I, both of these teams, I think, are very similar. Um, both have great running games. Falcons with uh, Tevin Coleman and Devontae oh, they, got, they have that double-headed backfield for and sure. And the Patriots with uh, Deion Lewis is stepping up. He's Ever since he's been back, he's been just getting more and more carries, more and more yards, more and more production. Here's the line for you. What? Let me know what you would take because I, don't, I would take the under on this. The over-under at four and a half ball carriers for New England. I can't think of a fifth. You figure Tom Brady's going to get a sneak in. You have Lewis, you have White, and you have Blunt. Yeah. Are they gonna? Are they? Do you think like a little relying ender, ender, on Edelman or Amendola? An end around uh, like Chris Hogan or something yeah. like that? Yeah, Hogan. Is, is he gonna get a rush? I don't, I don't know. know. That's that's the big thing. And I'm gonna take the under on four and a half for sure. You know? Uh, yeah, it's enough. But even looking at New England, like we were just talking about, you know, they're on a nine-game win streak. And they're averaging 395 yards per game. So this is going to be a high-flying game, and I think it's going to come down to whoever gets that defensive stop. Yeah, I agree. Whatever team has, a, you know, a crucial turnover, and I think to, someone's going to blow it. It's just when, you know, it's going to be a crucial turnover or a, a fumble or some kind of defensive stop, maybe like a block punt or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? So who do you think are going to be the big playmakers this week? Um, Which... Which For end both of the teams. field? Both, um, both. All, all over the field. Who are the big playmakers? Big playmakers? I have a feeling um, that a combo doggy here. Oh, you know, Eddie like Combo out, Doggy. You know, like I throw Every time word. I call him now, it's like Combo Doggy. I mean, Julio's been having those toe issues. I I mean, I hope to God the, the week of rest helps him because he is. I think he's one of the best receivers in the league. Um, but I think Sanu and Gabriel are two receivers to watch uh i think they're gonna i, I think they're gonna be the difference maker for uh for maddie ice and the falcons this week yeah i can't i can't go against julio jones look what he did last week against green bay he was phenomenal phenomenal people were tweeting out who's the best receiver in the nfl it has to be julio jones over antonio brown you wouldn't pick Julio over Antonio Brown. It didn't happen in our draft, I'll tell you that much. No. And I don't know if I would do that if I had the position to do that. But Julio Jones is a beast. He's a, a much bigger guy. You can get across the middle of the field, and he's not afraid to take hits. You Look, he did that like, somersault last week when he caught the ball. Yeah, Julio was... Jones is definitely a big playmaker. And the other playmakers, obviously, Matty Ice is going to be 
solid. I, I've loved him over the past couple of years. But you look at that double-headed backfield of Tevin Coleman and Devonta Freeman, they're solid. They catch the ball. Both of them catch the ball. Both of them run the ball. And you can't really stop them. Uh, with, with New England side of the ball, if you look in the backfield, you could kind of dictate if it's going to be a run or a pass with the running backs. Deion Lewis and James White are definitely those catchbacks. LeGarrette Blunt maybe catches three. Uh, I don't know, maybe a, a half a ball a game on average. So you're not going to be looking at that when he's back there. So my playmakers, again, Julio Jones, the double-headed backfield of the Falcons, Matty Ice. I don't think Chris Hogan has that big of a game because I think they're going to focus on him now. I think Edelman has a big game. I think Bennett has a touchdown or two. I'm going to pretty much disagree with you across the board. Uh, I think Brady's going to have a huge day, and I think it's going to be because of Chris Hogan. Because I, I never think... said Brady's not going to have a huge day. Oh, no, I know. So I, I, I mean with the Hogan thing. The Hogan yeah, thing. Yeah, Hogan. So Hulk? Ah, uh, no. Or Chris? Illegitimate, maybe cousin. Okay. He doesn't have the, the dumb gene. <laughs> I like Chris Hogan. I like Chris Hogan a lot. Wrote about it on the website. Um, Hogan mania is going to ru- run wild all over uh, – Atlanta at the Super Bowl, but you're talking about Edelman. I, I think you still have to, because Edelman's definitely the superior receiver, so mm-hmm. I think they're still going to have to focus on him. I think Amendola is technically a superior receiver, so you're going to have to no, watch him. Definitely and not. Hogan, I, I, no. I think so. I don't I don't agree with that a little bit. I can, I can actually see Amendola having a better game than both Edelman yeah, and Hogan. Well, I, th- I definitely think Hogan, here's the thing, I think Hogan's recent uh, like Big games, everything he's had there. I think that helps Edelman have a big game here because now they can't shadow over the top or whatever they're going to do. Whatever defensive strategy they had planned for Julian Edelman, they kind of had to erase the board a little bit and reconfigure to take into consideration for Chris Hogan. So what do you guys think about, did you see uh, Keyshawn Johnson came out this week? and said that every receiver on uh, the Patriots is absolute trash and wouldn't play anywhere else in the league. (laughs) And here's the thing, though. So does that give – and I might agree with that. I really might. I'm asking. Yeah, I'm not saying that I don't agree with that. I really might agree with that. I think it's a a mixture of – and I've I've said this for a while. Bill Belichick is the greatest coach of all time. Tweeted about it earlier. I had a lot of likes on that shit. So that means a lot of people agree. I agree. And Bill Belichick is phenomenal. And and goes back to your point with the wide receivers. Does that make them crappy wide receivers that he makes look good? And I'm going to extend that a little further. Is Tom Brady as good as a quarterback as he is now without Bill Belichick? No. I don't think so either. I don't think I don't, I don't think anybody is cuz if it's, if it wasn't Tom Brady it was somebody else and I think it's Belichick's system is what's great. He, he he puts the system in place to make any player good. And that's what I say all the time. I definitely think this is Bill Belichick driven. Not Tom Brady. Right. Bill Belichick. They should not call this the Lombardi Trophy. When he retires, they should call this the Belichick Trophy. Maybe we, I, maybe I make a different trophy for him. Like Coach of the Year, maybe. We, no, maybe I don't know, man. I don't know. He's the greatest court coach of all time. He is, greatest uh, coach of all time. I don't like change. You can't rename the Lombardi Trophy. Ah, yeah, we're can. renaming everything yeah. nowadays. That is so true. You might as well go with the Lombardi Trophy. Let's yeah, be you're honest. Branding everything these days. Like, you know, <clears throat> we're making things great again, yeah. for sure. Even if you disagree, which Luke some of us do. 
But I, I do agree that I think Marty B is gonna. I think he's gonna step up this week. I think Bennett. I think Marty B season. has a touchdown or two for sure. I think for sure too. somebody has to. I mean, there's no big receiver. You have three, basically three slot receivers. And I mean, people thought Michael Floyd might be doing something, but he hasn't done. No, they they yet. actually he was a healthy scratch. Yeah. No, he played in the last game. He no. had a catch. Healthy scratch. No, prior yeah, to maybe the game before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah he had and a he couple had a big catches catch. yeah. and a big block. Yeah. But last game he was a healthy scratch. That was Bill Belichick saying, "Suck it." Yeah. Well, that's, that's I'm the Bill problem. Belichick. We're New England Patriots. We picked you up to just fill that gap for a game or two, and, and then you know what? It. We're yeah. going to give you a little taste. Yeah. Hashtag then, no um, game guy. So I mean, the only thing that I think is going to separate these two teams is the defense of the Atlanta Falcons. The defense there is they're young, they're hungry, a lot of, I guess I'll call them sophomores still, some some rookies, and they are very, very hungry and just going to push this team to a championship. I think they're going to be the team that has a turnover. You but, think So you think that the... Falcons defense is better than the Patriots. That's what I was gonna say. I, I, yeah. I, I think the Patriots defense. Nah, this. That's why I sure. think. This, I think this whole. I, this is gonna be a great game. Oh, it's gonna be a phenomenal yeah. game. Again, it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a high scoring game. But you know what? A lot of the money's gonna go that way. So guess what's gonna happen? It's gonna be a low scoring game because yeah. Vegas is gonna set it with the mafia. And I don't. I'm gonna end up whacked probably by the end of the night for saying that. But nah, I'm still gonna go a high scoring game. What do these teams need to do to to win it? That's the, uh, I mean, that's the big we, question. I think um, we kind of already discussed it. I think the defense of both teams kind of determine this game. I, I think, um, what's his name, the safety for the Falcons? He's a young guy. I think he's going to have a big game. Um, but also, I mean, you've seen it a lot this this season. A, a missed extra point could determine this game. Yeah. And you've seen um, Goskowski, for example, do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. You've seen Goskowski miss those chip shot 33 yard field or uh, you extra watched, points. I think you watched the game last week against the Steelers, and I think that explained a lot to uh, what we need to understand on what needs to happen here. I think the Atlanta Falcons defense needs to get off the field on third downs. The Steelers were unable to do that. Brady succeeded on a lot of third and longs by longs I mean seven yards or more and that's how they continue drives I think the Falcons need to get off the field for sure and that's how they're going to extend the drives 100% and stop stop the Patriots and Tom Brady and Bill Belichick is getting off that field so I I mean I think that the the difference is going to come down to defense in this game the problem that everybody's been having with the Atlanta Falcons is it's really really hard, more so than with other teams, to tell if they're going to run the ball or they're going to pass it. It's really tough. That's what they have going for them. But the Patriots, on the other hand, they run a 4-3, and they swap into a 3-4 really often. So that's that's a defense that's built for that adjustment to be made on the fly as opposed to, you know, a lot of teams, if you're running a base 5-4 or, you know, if you're just sitting in a, in a, in a, a 3-4 zone defense, it's, it's going to be hard to adjust Yeah, that. and I'm hoping – that Atlanta learned from the Steelers last week and determined you cannot play a freaking zone against Tom Brady because he's going to pick that shit apart. You need to play man, and like we talked about earlier, the wide receivers there aren't that good. So they're they're good in that system. But, you know, you could cover the man for sure because you have number one studs from a lot of high-recruit college teams. Yeah, Brady doesn't have a Julio Jones. 
No, no he, he has, has a Julian Edelman, <laughs> Chris Hogan. <laughs> but he never you know? has. No, I know. Well, he had, he had, a, he had a, a Randy Moss. Randy Malcolm Moss, Mitchell. One season, like two seasons, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but not he, a career he took advantage maker. of it. And, yeah. you know, yeah. Moss had, what, 23 touchdowns. But who cares about that? Because that's not what's happening. No. So, Ed, what's your prediction this week for the game? <clears throat> I had 30, 35-30 Falcons. Uh-oh, I hear a but. I hear a but. I don't know. I, I'm just so torn. I think it's going to be a good game. It's going to be close. I can't not go for the I, the Patriots. I mean, the, I think Brady just, it's destined for him to win this year because of what the What do you whole think? He gets like a winning drive? Here. I don't know about the winning drive, uh, but I just think that he's going to come out victorious because it's just in his it's destiny. Tom Brady and the it's destiny. Yeah. yeah. It's written in the stars. You yeah. know, hey, listen, if you're marrying. Models, owning the world, and having Goodell hate you, you're doing something right. <laughs> yeah. You well, know. winning. I don't know. I think uh, I think that, that it's just such poetic justice if it happens that, like, the universe with everything else that's going on that's so shitty, we need to see Bill Belichick hand Tom Brady an MVP trophy. We need to see – Goodell. Or Goodell, rather. We need to see Goodell hand Tom Brady the MVP trophy. The we have to Lombardi. see – yeah, we like, had to see that, that. We had to see the Patriots win because it's just I been think, such no, a spit. You in know, their Goodell's face. gonna have a cheesy ass smile on his face. Like, I, oh, here oh no! Uh, I think Goodell's gonna pull a poly and have polio. <laughs> yeah, he might not show up. He really he, he might, might not have, make he it might, to the, the polio start might acting up a little bit, yeah. and he's not available That'd to show funny. up for the Super Bowl. That, that would be fun. I but, would actually like Adele if he does something I, like that. <laughs> that would be. Good. I'd root for him. But yeah, I think I think for Brady, it's been a, a determined season. He, you know, they took the games away from him. It didn't matter to him. He came out. Um, did what he had to do, so I'm taking the Patriots. You're taking the Patriots. What, what do you think is going to be the 28-24. Oof. I'm going to go against the two of you. I think this is Matty Ice's year, year. I was talking about him the last few years because he was the only uh, first-round draft pick out of the final four teams in the NFL this year. So he showed them something, 100%. <clears throat> Matty Ice showed him something. I drafted him the last couple of years in fantasy football, and I think this is going to be the year that he emerges as a number one next year, which might be overvalued for sure. Yeah. But, you know, uh, Matty Ice and the Atlanta Falcons win the Super Bowl. Arthur Blank wins the Super Bowl. You know what? I want to say something about him. He is straight up an OG. <laughs> OG for sure. Look at that guy in his suits. He is looking smooth as a mother effer, and that guy bought tickets for all the employees of the Atlanta Falcons. That's pretty awesome. That is cool. That is freaking yeah. awesome, man. Good for you, Arthur Blank. You are my idol. That's how all employers, CEOs should be. Take care of your employees. I'm pretty sure that happens every year and we make a big deal of it, though. I think it's kind of like at this point known. I'm sure the Kra- I'm sure Kraft did it, though. Kraft's sitting over there with Trump laughing and pointing at everybody. The Coke brothers. They're buddies, They're, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so, Ed, let's get to MVP of the league. MVP? MVP, not of the league, of the Super Bowl. I know you said at the, at the earlier, beginning. before we yeah, even yeah. got here yeah, tonight, yeah. you said the MVP cannot come from the winning team. Don't steal my take, Ed. So, Ed, go ahead. Cannot come from the winning team? That's what you said. No, the MVP has to come from the winning team. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. 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 But the, you know what? That was a scotch. I apologize. <laughs> so, right. I mean, can't come from the we, we discussed team. this earlier. I know who you're going with. And I'm going to go a little, little crazy here. Maybe not a bold prediction like we did in the past, but... I'm going to go Dion Lewis. Wow. That, what are you talking, that's not a bold prediction. That's bold. 
It's real bold. Like, you deserve a spanking, and Cavi's going to put you over his knee. Hey, I won a 1-15 to 15 bet one time. I put $20 on Santonio Holmes winning the MVP of the Super Bowl when the Steelers won. Sounds about Won good. that bet. So well, I'm gonna you go had a gambling Lewis. addiction at that time. <laughs> yeah, I did. So he talks about that bet, but he doesn't <laughs> talk about the 984 prior to it that says he lost. But I'm just going with I'm going Deion Lewis, Super Bowl MVP this year. Who you going with, Tom? I'm going... Like I said, I think the Falcons win it this year. Matty Ice is going to get the MVP. I think he's going to have over 300 yards passing, three touchdowns total. I think he gets it done. I think Atlanta gets it done. Arthur Blank celebrates like a pimp would celebrate. I'm going... Uh... <laughs> I have, I have that that mental picture in my mind now. Oh, yeah. for sure. With Arthur Blank, you should just, always have exactly. A, a, yeah, you should just always like he's, wor- bills, he's worse than Gronk in the club for sure. Yeah, and he's twice the age. So I'm going. Um, I'm going Brady. Obviously, again, I just I need to see that happen. I think it's it, it would be good for football. It would be good for the Patriots organization, just for everything. I I actually think that football as a whole, it's better for because I think at that point you can kind of put to rest the whole Tom Brady got screwed. Deflategate can finally, you know, maybe a little closure for all the Patriots fans so they shut their mouths about, you know, getting screwed and, and uh, the, the footballs and everything. Um, when Goodell hands that trophy to Brady and the Patriots organization, I think it just at that point, then then the story can finally be closed. Oh, and like I said, I don't think I don't think Goodell's going to be there. Polio, no. this is prime polio season. <laughs> I, I just, I, people need to stop, like, the Deflategate. That's right at its course. It's, Everything's a yeah. gate. Yeah, they had spy gate in the yeah. past. Everything's Watergate. a gate in yeah. the NFL for sure. <laughs> Watergate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was fake too. Yeah. The media yeah. made that up. The Hashtag media. alternate Social facts. media. Watergate. Fake yeah. news. <laughs> all right. Well, guys, uh, that, that's all we have for tonight, right? Yeah, for sure. Well, right. we're going to have a couple more drinks tonight. Oh, well, yeah, of course, because I need a hangover tomorrow for work. Thanks. Check us out at thepointaftershow.com. If you are an aspiring writer... Uh, get at us on Twitter at Point After Show or leave us a message on thepointaftershow.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes, YouTube. Hit us up on Facebook, Facebook Live, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and anything else social media related besides Snapchat. What's that? Most importantly, Twitter. Oh, yeah, Twitter. You, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, my Twitter, Twitter handle uh, is it's at... It's not on yet. <laughs> no, it's not. I thought there was a sticker. Eddie saw uh, a Twitter at, handle on him. At Eddie underscore the P-A-S, Tom. I'm at T-Lip underscore the P-A-S. Uh, I am at fuck the U-A-B Blazers. <laughs> uh, no, 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 just kidding. Um, I am at producer Cabby. It, that might be accurate actually right now. But, there but hashtag fuck the U-A-B faithful. And I can't Ooh. agree okay with that. Okay with the that. kids and the team. I can't agree with that because that's just harsh, guys. And you know? Paul is at Paul underscore the P-A-S, I'm pretty sure. Just recently yep. changed. Thank you very much, Pauly. All right. Good good job, Paul. Good luck with that polio. All right. Uh, and that's it. Catch us next week. We'll be back uh, coming to you on Tuesday of the first week of February. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Thank you. Good luck in your Super Bowl pools. And all your daily fantasy. There you go. Louisiana Tech won the fight. Tell me the duck story. Bum, 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 ba-dum, ba-dum. A duck walked up to a lemonade stand, and he said to the man running the stand, Hey, bum, 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 got any grapes? The man said,
said no, we just sell lemonade But it's cold and it's fresh and it's all homemade Can I get you a glass? The duck said, I'll pass Then he waddled away, waddle waddle Till the very next day, bum 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 When the duck walked up to the lemonade stand And he said to the man running the stand Hey, bum bum bum, got any grapes? The man said no, like I said yesterday we just sell lemonade, okay? Why not give it a try? The duck said, goodbye. Then he waddled away, waddle waddle. Then he waddled away, waddle waddle. Then he waddled away, waddle waddle. Till the very next day, bum 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 bum. When the duck walked up to the lemonade stand and he said to the man running the stand, hey, bum bum bum, got any grapes? The man said, look, this is getting old. I mean, lemonade's all we've ever sold. Why not give it a go? The duck said, how about no? Then he waddled away, waddle waddle. Then he waddled away, waddle waddle waddle. Then he waddled away, waddle waddle. Till the very next day, bum 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 bum. When the duck walked up to the lemonade stand and he said to the man running the stand, hey, bum bum bum. Got any grapes? The man said, that's it. If you don't stay away, duck, I'll glue you to a tree and leave you there all day stuck. So don't get too close. The duck said, adios. Then he waddled away, waddle waddle. Then he waddled away, waddle waddle waddle. Then he waddled away, waddle waddle. Till the very next day, bum 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 bum. When the duck walked up to the lemonade stand and he said to the man running the stand, hey, what? Got any glue? No, why would I? Oh, then one more question for you. Got any grapes? Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. And the man just stopped. Then he started to smile. He started to laugh. He laughed for a while. He said, come on, duck. Let's walk to the store. I'll buy you some grapes so you won't have to ask anymore. So they walked to the store, and the man bought some grapes. He gave one to the duck, and the duck said, mm, No thanks. But you know what sounds good? It would make my day. Do you think this store? Do you think this store? Do you think this store has any lemonade?